Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Are you serious? Yes, there are plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're killing some with us. I'm Marcus Bronzy. And um, what's going on? My name is Nick Bright. What's good? That's really, really good. What's happening, Nick? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I, surprising though, after after what we're going to talk about on today's episode, I'm not going to lie, because um, me and you, we we both had to invest in several new pairs of boxer shorts this week. <laughs> I think that's the easiest way of putting it. Is we've had to invest in more underwear than most. It's crazy, bro. Like crazy. We, we, we're obviously going to get into it in more detail uh, in a bit. Yeah. But aside from that, this week I met I met some of the royal family. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Met- bro, you can't just drop it like, oh yeah, I met some of the royal family. You know, well, listen, like- when you when you know them, man, it's cal- it's calm. Do you know what I mean? When you're friends with them, it's nothing. But yeah, this week. So basically, I'm running the London Marathon, and uh, I'm running it for a charity called Heads Together, and the charity is chaired by the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, so William and Kate. And yep. uh, it's also chaired by Prince Harry. So I had to go to the launch event where all three of them spoke and then I had to personally meet them after they spoke, like handshake and ting, chat, 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 you know. It was, it was good. So when you are about to meet royalty, because they're like, so there's like the President of the United States. We're not going to get political into that. There's like, there's there's high-ranking people across the world, but we have actual royalty. So what's the procedure before you have to talk to royalty? Do they brief you? No, I thought the, that's the thing. I thought there would be like much more mad security than there is. Like I thought it would be like, you know, you know, like if you, if you, if you do anything with the American president, yeah, it's like, or, which is, which is, just changed yesterday at the time of recording this but like if you do anything with obama or trump or bush or clinton whoever it may be like it's airport style security it's crazy Mad. like yeah, yeah yeah it's like it's the most high level security you can think of the royals it was it was it was calm it was like i just bopped into the place put my coat into the cloakroom and then bopped upstairs and the next thing prince harry was literally sitting in front of me no way. Like, there must have been undercover security. There must have been, like, people that were just... He- like, you know when you look at somebody and they're not... It's like, you, they're my friend. But you look at them and they're, mass- they're massive. There must have been someone like that, bruv. No, like, you're, yeah. you're saying it was just it was just like, normal. No, no, there, there, there were, like, you know... Like, I, I don't know what they are over here in America. It's secret service. But there were, like, that those kind of breaders around. Like, okay, all right, all right. But, like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, mad. Because I, I watched trump's inauguration mm-hmm. and um the amount of secret service and stuff that was that was you know that that happened in america that, that whenever, whenever there's any kind of presidential thing 
it's just ridiculous. There's more Secret Service people than than anyone else around. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. But um, it was it wasn't like that. But there were people around, you know, making sure making sure that nobody was up to um, up to any good. But um, when we when we chatted to them as well, I thought I thought because it was me and Adele Roberts from from Radio One as well. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be like you know we we get briefed by like you know some some hardcore kind of like high up guy in the in the Buckingham Palace or whatever like you know you can't ask them this you have to wait for them to ask you questions you can't ask them anything blah 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 but it weren't it wasn't that at all it was literally like uh, Nick Cadell this is this is um, the Duke of Cambridge shook his hand had a had a chat about life and you know, about training for the marathon and all what? stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the same thing happened with Harry. It's like, uh, Nick Adele, this is, this is, this is Prince Harry. And I was like, what's going on, Harry? That is literally what I said. What's going on, Harry? Are you not meant to say nice to meet you, your highness, sir, and do a little bow you know, or like, you know get what? on like, a knee or something like that. I, I honestly think that they're not because they're the younger Royals. Yeah. Like this is the impression that I got, like they're trying to kind of get away from all of that. And, and, and obviously, like, it's still there. Like, when they get introduced into rooms and stuff like that, or they'll obviously be introduced under their, like, full titles. But, like, <laughs> I, think, I think when they're, when they're, like, meeting people and chatting to just regular people, I honestly think that they, they want to keep it a bit more casual because, like, it, it creates more of, a, more of a divide and more of a separation. It's like, yeah, we know they're the royal family, for God's sake. Like, you know, they're probably the most famous family on the planet. Um, but it's like... At the same time, they want to be more relatable. You know, they want to they want to be more down to earth. And 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 William and Harry will most definitely uh, like. I'll tell you this now. But it's based on a quick conversation. Obviously, it's hard for me to make a full judgment based on a quick combo. But yep. based yep. on the based on the quick combo that we had, it, they mm-hmm. were they were like mad down to earth. Super cool. Crazy, crazy. So you so let me get this right. You met Prince Harry, mm-hmm. royal family, and said. What's going on, Harry? Yeah. Verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like I, like, I don't want people to think that I said it like, yo, what's going on, Harry? You safe, bro. Like, yeah. Did he, you spud he, him? Did you, uh, did you fist, you fist him? No, no. That sounds very dodgy. You mean, <laughs> you mean fist bump? You fist bump him, yeah. <laughs> but um, he, he got introduced to us, didn't it? And then, um, yeah he held out his hand to shake my hand. And then I just said, Oh, what's going on, Harry? Like, like a more kind of calm, you know what I mean? What's going on, Harry? Yeah, what's going on, Kaz? Oh my God, been a minute, fam. Like, how's yeah. Lizzie, you get me? How's your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's Nan? <laughs> yeah. Right. It wasn't like yeah. that. Tell the truth though. Let, let's be honest. Like, Philip, sensible, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charles, sensible yeah. yeah harry geezer it's most definitely a little bit like that i'm not gonna lie and and, <laughs> and, and you can tell you know and this is this is no disrespect to william or to harry in yeah. fact but but you can tell that um oh sorry i said philip forgot william sorry about yeah, that yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I, sorry Will. I, know, I know what you mean but but, but yeah. philip is 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 pretty much the king at the moment isn't he yeah, so he's, yeah. He's, he's he's the duke of edinburgh but he's married yeah. to the queen so yeah. but um yeah. Like 
William is going to be the king. So he's had to live his life a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Like under the microscope. And, and Harry is still under the microscope. And I'm no royal expert. Right? Let me just throw that out there right now. Harry is still under the microscope, but it's not to the same degree as William. And everybody knows that. Um, and, it, and it did kind of feel a little bit like that, that way when they gave their speeches on stage, like William and Kate. So Catherine, um, the Duke of Duchess, when they gave their speeches uh, on stage, you know, um, they were very regal and very kind yeah, of, you know, yeah. like, um, and then Harry went up on stage and even the language in the speeches, I could tell it was a, it was a bit more casual Like Harry was allowed to get a bit more of himself in there. Like he, 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 he used, he used the phrase mate as in like one of your mates. So he's like, cause it's a mental health charity. He was talking okay. about like, you know, um, putting an arm around one of your mates and asking if they're all right. So he used the term mate and then like he flipped one of the pages and like lost his place in the, uh, in the script. And then he, he just like stopped and went, Oh, that's funny. And like everyone in the room just laughed. And then he just like, <laughs> just, like picked it up from a different point. <laughs> it's just what like, a geezer. yeah, yeah. What really, a really cool guy. And we, we, I, was, I was talking to Harry for, 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 for a long time, actually. Like, so, so well, I was chatting to him for so long that, He's, he's like aid had to tap him on the shoulder about four times to say like come on we've got to go and talk to other people but he was enjoying the chat man because i was just chatting to him like we were just having a conversation in it nick bright you're not dry chat though are you you can't be dry chat it's your job not to be and and obviously when when royalty's around you do your job don't you Nick? exactly like I, I, it's really weird because like he was asking me and adele roberts questions and then i just yeah. started asking him questions it, it's almost like i flipped it on its head i started asking him about you know how like a true journalist uh, yeah. like how, how, <laughs> how mental health in the army is changing because obviously he was in the army do you know what i mean has he noticed the change blah blah blah. So i'd ask him all of these things but he was he was like waxing lyrical about it because he cares about it he's a he's a chair That's of good. charity good. and he's been in the army so like it's good to hear yeah he cares did you ask him about his gal did i what is you ask him about his girl no, no, no. Did you give him? Yet. Did you give him the handshake and saying, "Yes, Harry, <laughs> we welcome to the welcome <laughs> to the team, jerk chicken around my house anytime, fam." Did Listen, you say that? We, we, we weren't we weren't quite at that level, <laughs> like, but but if we were at that level, I would give him a spot. I'd be like, okay. "Fam, fam, doing all right, blood." doing all right yeah yeah you're doing nice doing that did you slide in the dms or did she slide in yours that's what you want to ask it really how did you chirp sir yeah yeah how did you chirps that man so um is uh our future queen catherine i'm gonna say this in a respectful manner because um she's our future queen yeah she's was our she she's our future queen man was she absolutely wonderfully stunning do you know what like i'm, I'm gonna be real with you now because we were talking to harry and William for so long, we actually yeah. didn't get a chance to chat to Kate. She got whisked off to some to like because basically they had to mink they they had to mingle with like everybody else in the room. And there was a lot of people there who were running the marathon with lots of different charities. Like Professor Green was there, a UK rapper, because um, yeah. he's a big advocate for mental health and stuff as well. So it's like you know there were there was bare people there for them to be have to be introduced to and talk to, which is why they were trying to rush Harry when he was talking to us because he was chatting to us for ages. So Kate got rushed off to chat yeah. to somebody else so i didn't actually chat oh. to her but um but yeah she she it, it, it's mad like you know I, I i don't know if you are aware of this marcus because you know I, I although although you are you know a 21st century man and all that i don't know how metro you are but a lot a lot of people talk about kate's hair right it's a big kind of talking point how she's got like really glossy nice like hair and i can tell you from seeing it firsthand up close 
that's one of the first things I noticed. I was like, damn, her hair is like smooth and silky and like just shiny and nice. <laughs> like, And let's be honest, you're not the kind of guy that I would think would, would admire. Actually, no, you got an all right bonnet as well. Nick's, Nick's got dudes. Nick's got Yeah, heavy, yeah, yeah. But, but, I know but are you the sort saying. of person no, to no, be I'm, like, yeah. I'm totally not really that guy. Like, you know, when it comes to, if, if, if my missus has had her hair done, it's like, you know, like when you're kind of like, I've got to kind of got to notice this, but I don't know if she has. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind yeah. of like more, more along those lines. The only reason I know if my missus has got her hair done is because she, she comes to London to get her hair done and she lives in Liverpool. So she comes down to London. So I know when she's getting it done. So that's the safety net right there. <laughs> like, you know it. You yeah. know it. You know exactly. it. Let, let, let it's me give you. your ends, actually. Queen's Park, bro. Yes, round the ends, Northwest yeah. London. We, you know what? We, we should just grab a Nando's every time your girl's getting her hair done because let's be honest. It's not going to be a short thing, is it? It's yeah, going to no, be a long thing. It's hours, bro. It's hours. There we go. Gr- grab a little food. Um, right. So, yeah. The future queen's hair is good. It's a good, you know, um, opposite to the future king because, you know, with all due respect, his hair game ain't too strong out there. Um, it's not really doing a lot, is it, Nick? Uh, hang on. Sorry. Say that again, Marcus. I said the future king's hair is not really doing a lot. So um, it's good that the future queen's kind of got hers on lock. Yeah, yeah, the future queen's definitely got the barnet on lock. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, Nick was talking about boxer shorts. I was talking about boxer shorts, bro, because what we got up to this week was so peak, bro. So scary. <laughs> well, for starters, I can say that Nick and I have been on a few adventures that are what we call, you know, they call them, what do they call them? Experiences, Nick. Yeah, they? Immers- immersive, immersive experiences. Yeah, exactly, yeah that's exactly. it. And we, I like to think that we're not the sort of noobs that we were about 13 months ago when we first tried out our first escape room. So when we get approached with these sorts of events i'm not really phased anymore nick i feel yeah. like I'd, i'm not phased like nothing can phase me i'm good to go but i can also say that i'm very easily scared so when this next opportunity came up nick i don't know about you but how did it make you feel bro? it's weird because like this this video game franchise um i have been uh, a kind of spectator i think is the best use of uh, of the word for, for this word, yeah. yeah for this franchise since um since number two i think was the first one that my brother my brother had so i've got an older brother who um when 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 the second um installment of this game came out uh we had it and he played it all the time and i just used to watch because i was too scared to play it like and that's yeah. that's just the video game so to get exactly. invited down to a an experience where you become the fucking video game bro like i didn't I, honestly like i didn't think it was going to be as scary as it was that no joke like we honestly are not fucking around with you like it, uh, the game is resident evil 7 uh, bio biohazard yeah and it is a fucking scary game it's, uh, if you're in if you're into resident evil then we'll we'll give you some more juicy detail in a sec but in short i mean in a sentence what what kind of game would you say resident evil is nick 
it's basically traditionally a game where um, you are roaming. So, but it's, it's not free roaming. Um, there's kind of like a, a course you you have to sort of follow, and um, you're you're essentially attacking, uh, shooting zombies and and uh, mutants and monsters and stuff like that to uh, to 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 basically save your ass is the best way for me to put it. Yeah. And like zombies over the years in films, they've kind of gone from uh, zombies to zombies that are fucking scary that can move well fast and tear your body to pieces. And it's like the the whole Resident Evil franchise over the years has kind of it's kind of followed a really interesting set of directions because I say directions because it's not like they've just gone in one. It's like. The original Resident Evil games, you, you felt quite lonely. And that was a scary thing, wasn't it? Like the noises in the dark, yeah. things jumping out. And they've sort of had a few games like that, in short. And then they've also had like these sort of Hollywood style games. Like the, the last Resident Evil was like fucking mountains and, you know, rocket launchers and co-op missions of guys running around and like these behemoths that you've got to destroy. So everyone was very excited to see what the, the next game in a franchise was going to be like. And I've got to be honest... As soon as I heard about this game, I kind of, as much as I'm excited about stuff like this, I was hoping that we wouldn't have to cover <laughs> cover it, Nick, because it looks fucking scary, bro. And and especially like, with the the technological advances as well, of course, with uh with virtual reality now, you you are you are pretty much in the game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh they've designed this game so you don't have to play it VR. I'm going to say, but it is a it is VR ready. It's good to go. Um, and this game is set after Resident Evil 6 like I said it was a big blockbuster action game kind of vibe and they've kind of taken it to a a rural setting in fact it's set at some plantation mansion in rural America um, and you're following a journey where um, <laughs> you know what Nick I, I, feel, I feel shaky already thinking about it bro you know? <laughs> I feel fucking shaky <sighs> Bruv. like and and people and you're gonna think as a listener, yeah. Oh, Marcus, he's cooking it up. Oh, he's being a bit extra. Duh, 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 duh. I swear to fucking god, I am not being extra. But anyway, sorry. This guy called Ethan Winters, a civilian. Um, he's searching for his missing wife Mia. Okay, and while he's looking for her, he comes across this derelict plantation mansion, which is the home of the Baker family. Yeah, the Baker's boy, and the Baker family are like. Without fucking the game up for you, let's think of... Is it The Hills Have Eyes? Is that is that a horror film where there's just these fucking really wonky set of people that, like, are these, like... And I'm sorry to sound just super inbreds. Do you, know, do you know what? Do you know what, Marcus? Like, I am somebody for years who has been terrified of watching horror movies. So I, I ain't really seen that many, many horror films, real talk, because I don't watch them. When, did when, you get to that point? We right. We need to find someone who loves horror films. Because did you get to that point where you were like, "Because I did this, I was like, I'm a fucking man now. I choose what I do. I'm not being scared for nobody. I don't want to be scared. Yeah, I'm a man. I shouldn't have to be scared for no reason. I want to be scared when I want to be scared. So what did you do? Um, start watching horror films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, for me, like 
I, I, I didn't watch horror films for years and years. And I still don't, if I'm completely honest. Like, I don't really watch horror films because I'm a fucking coward. But I've just started watching, or I'm, I'm on season six. So I'm pretty much, like, up to date of Walking Dead. And, like, yeah. when I first started watching that, I was fucking shook. Because, like, obviously, they're zombies and that. And man's a little yeah. bit of a coward. And there was loads of jumpy bits and blah, blah, blah. But like now that I'm on season six, I'm just like desensitized to all the zombies and that. So I think that might have helped me for this, uh, for this Resident Evil 7 experience. Because, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, I, I was like, well, I've been watching it for weeks and weeks and weeks on The Walking Dead, man. I'll be fine. Yeah, you're better than me, mate. I'm not, I'm not watching that. No chance. But um, so graphically, just like before we get stuck into the game, like graphically, so tell you a little bit about the game. Graphically, like Nick said, technologically advanced. And it's, well, for example, like, so in this game, you're going to see gore, blood, uh, blood and guts. Yeah. So there's certain bits, and I found this out and told Nick just before we did the experience, where certain characters in the game and creatures, using a computer game, they get somebody to, like, do it all in a computer and make it up. But no, with this game, they actually got people to create models out of real meat. So they created, like, these fucked up sort of uh, sculptures out of real meat and then scan them into the game. So technically, in the game, you're fucking around with real things. Technically. It's crazy, game. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, so that's the setup for the game. It's like a spooky game. It's a bit more like less... It's kind of... I feel like it's a cross between some of the elements of the rural bits of The Walking Dead. Uh, and they've kind of managed to find a new style of zombie because for me, it's always... It's either super slow or the sick ones in 28 Days Later in World War Z that are like, yeah, running yeah, yeah. after you at a million miles an hour. So these ones are, th- these zombies are going to give you a little bit more conversation than most. They're like Con- sort of... Conversation, yeah. you know, just just chilling and chatting with them. Yeah. How's it going, Harry? They're going to mm. be like that kind of zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, thank you. So think Hard of a to half... to be the undead. <laughs> think of a half zombie half fucking hillbilly that wants to fucking do hillbilly stuff to you half not that you can have three halves third um paranormal activity kind of vibe going on in there it's kind of kind of crazy so bearing all that in mind nick and i were invited to this experience called the resident evil zombie experience in london we would love to share tickets with you but the thing was sold out minutes yeah afterwards i mean tickets were free but uh, the tickets were all allocated like minutes after they went online so um Nick and I were really lucky to be offered a pair of tickets to get down there and check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, an hour. It's crazy and, um, because I was, I was, I've been talking yeah. to, I've been talking to quite a few people about it, telling them that I'm going down to it, and then I saw it in um, Time Out magazine. I think it was. Um, I was just on the tube and I saw one and I picked it up and read it, and then I was like, "Oh shit, that's." I saw, I saw this like a couple of days before we went, and then it mm. said, I, "I didn't realize that the event was free." Yeah. And then like I told all the people who have been because I've been telling a few people that we, that we were going down. And like they, they were all like, oh my God, the event's free, blah, blah, blah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Last so they tried, they went and then tried to get tickets. They're like, fam, couldn't get no tickets. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's exclusive, man. Like and and because it's free as well, as I already said, like you know, two reasons for people to go. Yeah. And like, it, 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 like I said, privileged to, to be invited to come down there. So like we, Nick and I were pretty chuffed, got down to East London. And I, I got to say, I felt kind of overconfident. I felt overconfident. Well, I mean, you've done a lot of these games before. You forgot the fact that you were like massively late and couldn't find anywhere to park, but you know, we're just, okay, we're fine. The carpet. All right. The Truman Brewery. Yeah. That area of London's, Fucking nightmare to park in, yeah? I'm sorry, Mark, Hang on, hang on, wait. Rewind one second, because Marcus, for all those people that don't live in London or whatever, Marcus is the kind of brother that drives everywhere in London <laughs> when nobody in London drives anywhere anymore because it's impossible. Everyone just gets the tube. Marcus is still driving around. Man on a mission, bro. <laughs> I just don't like other people. If the tube was filled full of me, I'd be cool. But it's just... It's just... And it's... I don't know what it is. It's like... Everyone looks cool when I'm walking down the street, but something happens when you get in a tube. And in this in this winter weather in the UK, the tube still is really hot. It's really weird. Like you're hot, then you're cold, then you're hot from getting on another train. Yeah. You've got to change your cold. Everyone's... And then at rush hour, can you move down the carriage, please? Yeah, you get all every, of that talk. Everyone's sick as well. Do you know what I mean? On the tube. Yeah. It's like it's like the, the, the disease wagon, bruv. Exactly. It's like, if, it's like if someone sneezes in your carriage everybody's sick and I, and honestly nick since i've been driving i've had way less colds all the time man's just like just driving around london like it's normal do you know what i mean like yeah 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 i'll be there in 10 minutes i'm like this is london bro you'll be there in an hour <laughs> like i got there on time it was the parking it was the yeah. parking that got me it's the parking we'll that got see. me but anyway so yeah we got to the Truman brewery east london um and yeah i felt a bit overconfident um i'm gonna give this I'm going to go in with a negative, Nick. Right, okay. Um, the first accent that we heard. Yeah. From, our, from the, we, like, you, with these things, you get brief. Someone briefs you gets, and gets you acclimatized to the sort of zone you're in, yeah? Yeah. The brief was good, yeah? We got we got these little ID cards. Nick and I were set up like we were interns uh, for a specific job. And 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 it, it was a cool briefing, but the, the, the accent was a bit suspect, Nick. I don't know what, where it was from. It was meant to be American, but... It was, a it, bit, was, it was like, it was a bit off key. It was like you could tell, and, so, and I'm sure she was a lovely girl. Let me just point it out right now. But yeah. it's, it's almost like you could tell that the girl who was doing the accent was from Barnsley or like, you know, Burnley or Blackburn or one of them kind of like places up north near Manchester. Because you could hear her like, her like northern accent kept like, 
kept like creeping out of the American. <laughs> it just made her sound like like kind of <laughs> kind of just I don't know, like just off key, bro. She off was key. all like, so what y'all guys gotta remember is that I like mushy peas with meat chips. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what y'all guys gotta remember is when you're down there, it's gonna be some great big fannies. <laughs> so yeah pretty much it was that nick can't lie good good impression so but after that i'm not gonna lie shit got fucking real yeah real um, quick as well nick, nick and i were like walking over because they walked us from from the base to where the actual experience was because that they was actually, a surprise for me as well i, mm, I thought it was all gonna mm. be in the same place i thought it was all gonna be in, usually with these experiences you get a room or set of rooms and you build a set in it or you know luckily nick and i are lucky to have done a zombie experience in an actual mall before we've done a couple of experiences where there's parts of places that are real but they fucking took us to well while they were taking us to the place me and nick were like bannering like yeah this is going to be wicked the second actress who had an on-point accent she was kind of gearing us up for the what we were going to get into and we turned the corner and if I'm honest, Nick, we didn't realise we did it. We froze and the chaperone carried on walking towards the house that we were meant to go in. And Nick and I just stopped at the corner and were like, yeah, yeah, bro, this is going to be... Ju-. It was Fuck crazy. That. It was crazy. Fuck that. She basically marched us to this house, which is a stone's throw away from um, <clears throat> yeah. from the Truman Brewery, which is a really trendy part of London. It used to be, actually used to be a brewery. It's just on Brick Lane. Yeah. Shit's and, parking, uh, though. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> And, um, like, the maddest thing is, I didn't even realise there was yards around there. Real talk. Like, people live there. Yeah. That is... Their places must be worth a lot of dough. But that's not the point. The point that I'm trying to make is this yard, they'd, they'd obviously taken it over for this event. But just mm. look at, just looking at it from the outside, bruv, it was mad scary. Yeah. It was... Yeah. It was like... It looked all... It was like red on the outside and it just looked all like dark and dingy and then like coupled with the fact that like the chaperone girl who was taking us over there was all like, obviously she's in character, but you know, yeah. she, she, she was all like, Oh, Oh, I don't remember leaving that lad on. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like yeah. <laughs> I ready yeah. to go in. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, right, you're going to start in the basement. And Nick Worst was like, place to start. That's where Nick was like, dies. yeah. And Nick was like, no, we, we, we can start where the light is. Right. No basement. Look, where the light is. Look, look, <laughs> everybody knows that in horror films. Yeah. People die in the basement and in the loft. They're the yeah. two worst places to go. It's like, why yeah. can't we just go to the living room? Yeah, we'll just go yeah. to the living room, man. It'll be fine. No basement yeah. or loft. That's where you're dying. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it was, um, bruv, bruv, bruv. And it didn't get any less scary from there. Yeah. I mean, how much of this are we giving away? Because I'm pretty sure that, like, if you haven't got a ticket, you're not going to be going because it's like it's only there for a couple of days, isn't it? Like, it's not going to they're not going to bring it back. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I think by the time this drops, um, which is like the day before the game comes out or a couple of days before the game comes out, I think what what we can do is, Nick, we can kind of allude to some of the stuff that happened in there. But I think because it's so tight in with the game, we don't really want to ruin the game. So look, right, I think okay. we can do what we usually do. Pick out some bits that were good, share okay. it with you, the listener and, and, and sort of say how they'd relate to the game. Cause if I'm honest, it, I felt like if this is what the experience is like, and I, I feel like the game could be just as scary because yeah. of the quality of, of VR at the moment. So 
I can fucking say that when we opened the door, it went, <laughs> and there was a fucking baby on the floor looking yeah. at us, crawling, Nick. There was a, crawling a baby crawling baby. across the floor. Like, like just, and then, then we had to step over Bruh. the crawling baby to climb into the basement. And, and it was like, there was like either side of us in the hallway, there was, the, there was these curtains and it's just Bruh. like, I was just waiting for something to jump Bruh. out of the curtains. And this is all coupled with the fact that it's, it's fucking dark and dingy in there. And I, we, we, we were given one torch between the two of us. Yeah. That was a liberty. Like yeah. we, did, it was we fucking scary. didn't even have a torch each. It was, it was a yeah. torch between the two of us. Yeah. yeah. And, and what that meant was, is the challenges that we had to partake in, uh, which you you kind of have to take in, in, in part of challenges in, in challenges in the game because you're you're looking for your wife. So obviously, in a game like this where it's POV all the way, um, first person, you're you've got to go into the dark in Resident Evil Seven, and we had to go into the yeah. dark with one torch. And th- I don't think there's ever been a scenario where. I've been hugging up on Nick like that. One, and, of, uh, one, one of the funniest, one of the funniest <laughs> moments that I can remember is uh, is at the very start before it had even properly started. So me and you have, have managed to get into the basement now. So we're, we're in the basement and there's a video playing, right? So you have to watch this video. Obviously, me and Marcus are not paying any attention to the video because we are just on edge, bro. Yeah. Like we are like. Yeah. Look at looking in every direction, ready to judo chop somebody if they come <laughs> anywhere near us. And then it's like, it's like we. It was like at the end of the video, it's basically like, oh, you're gonna have to go through that door and go to the next room, blah blah blah. And we were like, what door? Like, like I, I, I we, we didn't, we weren't listening. We don't know where we gotta go next. So, so we we just tried to go out of the door that we came into, <laughs> and then uh, we, we're like, we're creeping mad slow out of the door. Now I'm talking like proper like looking round the door like and then all of a sudden because you went first you took the, you took the brave the brave job of going first all of a sudden you just jumped out of your skin and like jumped backwards and then that made me jump <laughs> and all it was was that it was the, like the, the the pr type girl making sure that like we were moving on to the next room yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even like somebody was part of the experience she was just like yeah you guys need to go to the other room now <laughs> yeah like, we were like ah, ah, like and then um all it made me think was like being in an environment like that, if, if, if they've an inexperienced me and Nick did, they, they kind of took us through a story that was very similar to the game where you meet characters from the game. You've got to do similar challenges. And it's, it's, I think it's taken this sort of horror genre in terms of computer game into a whole new level. Right, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Massively. I mean, uh, and also like, quickly, a quick bit about experience, Nick. It, we found it very hard. I think we struggled in that experience. We didn't do as well as we've been doing recently in experiences, partly because of the scared, yeah, fa- scary I, I, factor, I, I think or mainly because factor, of that. Man. I think it's mainly big, because of that. Yeah, big factor. We were both like super shook. So, so I mean, uh, listen, I don't want to give away away too much because it's it's closely related to the game, as you said before. But like, there was there's one part where where we were in the kitchen and it was like instead of getting on with the task at hand, me and you were both just too shook to even like think about what we were doing or whatever. So for the first kind of like, I don't know, set amount of time that we were in that, in the kitchen, we were just like looking around, like making sure Mm. no one was about to jump out on us rather than kind of just like getting on with it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, Nick, you know, if I'm honest, while you were saying that, I was just thinking about the fucking, 
the, just the fucking darky scariness of that, scariness of that place, bro. It's still, it's still fucking fucking with me, you know, bro. Yeah, I mean, there's two ways that that statement could be taken. It could be taken that it was it was scary and dark in there, or it could be taken that you're a, you're a racist and you're scared of black people. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whichever way suits um, you best. I think I'm going to leave that to you, the listener, to decide whether I like black people or not. Marcus is a massive racist. You hear it? You hear him? Let's listen to him. <laughs> don't let him fool you. Oh, I don't like black people or black places. Don't like no dark places. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what, Nick? I make you right. Honestly, I make you right. And I mean, in terms of you seeing, uh, uh, we got through the experience. We did all right. I must say, bring that experience. But I think the only, I think. I'm going to say that experience is probably one of the best ones, one of the most real experiences we've experienced in our life. Yeah. Um, obviously, Capcom is an amazing brand. Resident Evil is an amazing franchise. That and uh, like again, apart from the accent, my only other downside is is that there there were more days where they could do this. I think a few more days, a few, a few yeah. more people could have seen it, would have been great. But that just shows you how good it was, really. Um, but game wise, Nick, I, I'm going to be honest. I I will try it. But I, I don't know if I've got the minerals to do it VR. I oh, think it's no, got to no, be in no, a light room. No, no. The VR is too much. The VR is too much. You, you're not, you're not going to catch me doing that. I am 100% not afraid to admit that I am a massive coward and like sitting there fully immersed into a, in, into the world of Resident Evil 7, like turning around, seeing fucking people jumping out on you. Not for me. Yeah, no, thanks. I yeah. mean, I can. We can put it on a console here at here at the How to Kill in Our Studios and play it, but I require all lights to be on and children's uh, TV themes to be playing in the background, so I cannot take that seriously. Because <laughs> if I do take it seriously and somebody touches my shoulder or something, I'm probably going to end up punching them or jumping up and hitting my neck on the ceiling and break breaking myself, bro. It was just. It's a great experience. It's a great, great game. And I think they put a good twist on this sort of zombie fight side of things by giving it that kind of, hey, what y'all doing in this house? <laughs> so it's good, man. It's good. Um, I do want to say one thing, actually. One, 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 one moment from the game was uh, we had to um, fix somebody a beverage yeah. uh, that had a little bit of something else in it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I told you. If you go away to IB from the summers, you might do that yourself. But I um, I told you not to jizz in the guy's drink, but you didn't listen, bro. (laughs) Like uh, I told you not to spunk in the drink. Yeah, um, but it was really funny because there was a point where Nick was pouring a drink, and I was like, Nick, why don't you pour the drinks? And Nick went and got a bottle and brought it over to the table. I was like, Nah, Nick, why don't you pour the drinks in the corner? (laughs) Nick was (laughs) like, What are you talking about? I was like, Corner, Nick. Yeah. Oh, and also, Nick, the next day I went to the shops, took out my money maggots fell out my wallet really i had maggots in my fucking this is how real it was the experience it was there were fucking maggots real maggots yeah a maggot fell out my pocket bruv you sure it's from the experience yeah my, my, my flies were done up <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway yeah like i want to see scare factor uh for this game i think it's going to rank well uh graphically it looks good the fact that um they've made it kind of gritty and slow but still scary looks really good about the game and the fact that you're that the protagonist like of the of the game he doesn't actually move that much faster than the actual bad guys so you've got to and you've got to be real sensible with the game man you've got to be like you've got to creep around you can't just go in all guns blazing don't even get that many bullets i don't think but it looks like a great game for me nick um one 
I wouldn't recommend playing solo though, because I'm a yeah. pussy. I'm a pussy. That's it. I, uh, I'm a bigger pussy than you, so you won't catch me doing it. That's for sure. What was funny was when we had to open doors, and oh. I was like, "No, Nick, you go first. No, Nick. <laughs> no, Marcus, you go first. No, Nick, after you, sir. Go on. No, go, go on, on go on. No, honestly. On. But yeah, no, it's a great experience. I think the game's going to be. I think it's going to be one of the big VR games this year. You know, Nick. Really? I think it's a, break, I think it's a breakthrough VR. Yeah, because it, it, <clears throat> it just takes pride in its slowness, and that's what gives it the charm. Do you know what I mean? I, f- I feel like a slow game where the wins are little, but you don't have many resources. They make the wins feel better. You know, like when you're really thirsty and someone gives you a bottle of water. Yeah. It feels nice, doesn't it? It's like, ah, I think I, the I, game's like, yes, I've got a bullet. Yes. I guess I didn't I guess get killed. Well, it's, it's also, uh, it's also one of the, the, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but off the top of my head, surely this is one of the first big, big, big titles we've had on VR. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's designed specially for VR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but works without it as well, which is, I think is a, it's a good, it was a clever move, clever move there as well. Cause if they made it exclusively VR, um, you would have excluded a lot of people that have enjoyed the game. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe that's the, maybe that's the way VR can go. Nick, I've been asked a lot recently. Where, how do you think VR is going to work? Maybe it will be a situation Nick, where VR is, is not something where it's, only VR or only a regular game. Maybe it's games that do a bit of both, so you can choose. Maybe it just becomes a standard option. Yeah, well, we we, we discussed this, didn't we, on a on the on the VR episode uh, yeah. on the, last year when when uh, just after we'd been to a couple of VR events, and we said we basically said exactly that. Mm. I'd like it. Um, mm. I'd like it to get to the stage where it's like you have the option to do. Um, you have the option to do certain things in games VR, you know, like, cause that way you're not excluding anybody because, you know, not everybody's going to have, um, a VR headset, you know what I mean? And obviously here we're talking about, um, predominantly like the, the PlayStation VR, because, you know, um, I guess most people who, m- most, most, most people, well, as, let me rephrase that. A lot of people may have a PlayStation already, yeah, and then they're just mm. adding the VR headset to it rather than if you buy, say, you know, the HTC, um, HTC Vive, I think it is the VR headset that, uh, that, that those guys do. You're obviously mm. buying it because you want VR. So, you know, like that's that's the whole reason why you're getting it. Whereas with the PlayStation, you may have a PlayStation already and you might buy the, the PlayStation VR, but you still might want to experience certain games or certain parts of games minus the VR. Mm, exactly exactly i'll make you right nick i'll make you right um but i think that kind of wraps up this side of how to kill an hour really uh we've got more experiences that we're going to talk about real soon uh we've got some interesting people on the way so um there'll be plenty of ways to kill time real soon i'll be marcus bronzy my twitter is at marcus m-a-r-c-u-s-b-r-o-n-z-y uh, yeah, I'm Nick Bright as well. Of course, you can catch me uh, on all the socials: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Nick Bright DJ. Uh, Nick Have you tweeted a picture Bright. of? Oh, sorry, go carry on. Sorry, no, no, no. no. I, I was, I was just saying, I was just literally about to say Nick and Bright, how it is spelt. Yes, you know, you 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 spell out your name, and mine's just standard, simple. Yeah, it's Nick Bright, but the eyes got the hat on it facing left. <laughs> I like the French. No, it's not really. It's not. It's Nick Bright normal. Um. And are we, can we see pictures of you and the Royals on your Twitter? Yeah, or you can just head to my Instagram, man. Go to my Instagram. Instagram. It's, it's the 
it's the second um it's the second last picture i put up is a picture of me and prince william i'm like laughing Wicked. yeah, yeah. Wicked. The, the, Wicked. the last picture that i put up is um uh for any nfl fans who might listen to the podcast uh any american fans me and um the uh, Miami Dolphins running back, Jay Ajayi, because uh, I interviewed him yesterday, actually. Um, he, he's been over here doing an NFL event, so I managed yeah. to managed to grab some time with him, and you'll be able to hear that on my radio show on BBC Radio 1 Extra. If you're NFL Wicked. Fan. Wicked. So check that out. Nick Bright on Instagram and on BBC Radio 1 Extra. And also, just to prove how shit scared we are, head to How to Kill an Hour's social medias uh it's at how to kill an hour or forward slash how to kill an hour on any social media uh to see me and nick <laughs> looking like a bunch of pussies yeah i mean you you yeah. look like let's let's be real about this you look like more of a pussy but i got lucky because i'm not even fronting yeah. like i yeah. got lucky because i think in it's two different pictures that you've put together for the purpose of an instagram picture right two yeah. physical pictures because yeah. because in the in in the first picture the one where you look shook I think that I was literally so shook, so scared that I jumped backwards out of the photo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because you can still see my coat in the photo, but it's like you can only see my arm. And I think I literally you know, jumped backwards out of the out of the fucking photo. <laughs> yeah, that was out of order. That was that that, that scary bit was out of order. <laughs> yeah, um, that was that was mad. But yeah, um, so yeah, if there is another experience like that, we'll let you know at howtokillnow.com. We'll put all the details of everything. Uh, Oh, yeah, howtokillanhour.com forward slash blog. There's a lot to take in there. And if this was live radio, this would have been really bad to give you all that information. But what's great is you can pause it, rewind it, and listen to all of it again and check out all of those bits one by one. Right, Nick? Exactly, baby. Exactly. Uh, there's plenty of ways to kill time out there. Thank you for killing a scary one with me and Marcus Bronzy, who is not in the same room as Nick, right? No, we're 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 in two separate places. You're in you're in West London. I'm in I'm in East London. That's how we roll. Side. It's almost yeah. almost international, bruv. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but all right. <laughs> for the purpose of this, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Uh, there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Safe. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 